Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. They call me the honey badger because I give it to you straight and transparent about the RV business and the world. And I am the host. <laughs> See how I kind of changed it up a little bit, right? Um, today's episode is a really good one for you folks because I'm going to answer a question I was going to answer on the live stream on Saturday, but I decided to answer it now. And the question is, brother, why do what do you have against Grand Design? What are you jealous of them? Is it because they're so good looking? Is it because you don't sell them? And the answer is none of the above. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you the story of why Grand Design makes me so angry. And disclosure. It's not the travel trailers that piss me off. Actually, before I get into the fifth wheels and the fifth wheel toy hauler, the Imagine and the Transcend are really well put together entry-level travel trailers. Okay? The Imagine, to me, is a great starter camper. I've been through it. I have one on the lot that's used. It's really well put together. I put it up there alongside Coachman Freedom Express, Rockwood, Flagstaff. Um, I put it up against um, Cougar on the Keystone line. Um, I would put it up against the Jayco Eagle. To me really great product so it's not all of grand design that i hate transcend to me is equivalent to the bigger coachman clippers probably close to uh the jaco j flights um so basically a well put together travel trailer heavy as shit but still a well put together travel trailer and to me the Imagine and the Transcend should be the flagship of what Grand Design should be about. But it isn't. It's all about the solitude and the reflection. And I'm really going to end the momentum. And I'm really going to bag on the fifth wheels. Because that's what pisses me off the worst. So what I'm going to go back to is I'm going to give you the story. So let me give you the story from the perspective of a guy that sold some amazingly built tanks okay 2011 comes around i'm at giant rv in southern california and they released the new heartland bighorn and the new heartland landmark they hadn't done it to big country yet but the bighorn and the landmark when i went inside it the first time as a salesperson i went Oh my God, this is the most butt-ugly piece of crap on God's green earth. It was ugly. The cabinets were plain Jane terrible. The, the, the furniture looked like something out of like Ikea. Um, the floor plans were really nice. They had a, a front den, a rear den. They had a lot of cool concepts. And the paint job was really good on Landmark. 
And the bighorn looked great from the outside, but once you walked inside, it was like, oh, God, what am I walking myself into? And it reminded me a lot of the old Fleetwood Bounders. The Fleetwood Bounder motorhome was built like a, a, a ship brick house, just built tougher than nails. But it was butt ugly inside. It was affordable and butt ugly. But it was nice. Oh, furnace went off. So you're going to hear the furnace in the background. Sorry about that. Um, so moving forward, the rep comes out. His name was Ryan Scott. Ryan was my original uh, Bighorn and Landmark rep. And Ryan comes out and teaches us why it's ugly on the inside. They showed us where they spent the money. So what they did was they vacuum bonded the entire unit. So they built it similar to how the bound, old Fleetwood Bounders were built. So what they did was during the gluing process of the sidewalls, the roof, the floor, the subfloor, the basement, and right below uh, the, the bed, the subfloor by the bed, or by the pin cap, if you guys know what I'm talking about. okay? Because you know there's that pass-through, big pass-through storage. We're talking about the flooring at the top. That you walk on when you're inside they suck the air out through an industrial vacuum to make the bond stronger so the first time that i walked into a bighorn ryan who was a pretty strong guy back then punches the ceiling in like four different places in the bighorn and we all looked up and there wasn't even a freaking dent from his fist and I fell in love. Instantaneously fell in love. Because I'm like, I can sell this. There was no exposed wood anywhere in the coach. There was no exposed plumbing anywhere in the basement storage. No exposed electrical. And then the best part, guys, was watch this. If you ever find a 2014 or 15 Bighorn, watch this. The panel board that they used to hide the electrical and plumbing from the basement had three layers of insulation, fireproof insulation. And the goal behind this was to have people be able to go to zero degrees they were zero degree tested, landmark Bighorn, and then eventually Big Country. And you could turn on your furnace. You didn't have to cover your windows. You didn't have to go skirt the coach. You could literally walk up to a campsite in 20 degree weather, flip on your furnace, turn on your heat pump, and you're done. And your lines aren't going to freeze. Your water, your your waste tanks aren't going to freeze, and you're not going to freeze. I sold the shit out of Bighorn and Landmark because especially when we get a Montana on trade and then I, I would take what we all did, everybody, every single person that sold that Heartland product before people walked in, we had to explain why we're showing them the unit and why they should buy a Bighorn. And we explained nothing but the construction because we knew if a woman walked into the big horn without any of the explanation of why it looks ugly on the inside 
They wouldn't even listen. Their eyes, no, no, this is not as pretty as the Montana. It's butt ugly compared to the Montana. But once you got him in front of him and you explained how it was built, their eyes opened up about the interior. And, and a lot of people put their own furniture in, put a couple throw pillows, paint the cabinets their own color. Normal stuff. So, 2016 was the last year they were built like that. And then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose with Grand Design. Oh, did you see the cabinets? Oh, did you see the floor plans? Everything's so unique inside. They thought of everything. And then they had an axle recall. As soon as I, in 2016, as soon as I heard about the axle recall, I knew that this was just the beginning of the end for that, for the beginning of the end of all the headaches. But no, it kept going because it's so beautiful and so gorgeous and everything's so great. It was put on a pedestal. No RV company should ever be put on a pedestal. Even if it's Airstream it should, or Lance Travel Trailers. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. Grand Design ruined the industry in a bad way. Because this is, this is the rest of the story. So 2017 rolls around. Grand Design got this huge market share. Blah, 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 blah. And slowly but surely, all those beautiful construction items, all that beautification of all that was, all, all that beautiful construction, all that beautiful full-time RVing, all that pitch, everything else went out the fucking window. Real quick. Really bad. Because now Heartland and Jayco and Forest River and even back then Winnebago. Now all of a sudden we got to focus in on the cabinets because Grand Design's selling everything because of the cabinets. So, oh, that floor plan's working well. So we'll just build it. We'll just copycat it because R&D in the RV business stands for research and duplicate. Okay, that's fine. And then all of a sudden there's the exposed piping. Then there's goes the insulation. Then goes the vacuum bonding. Then goes you start seeing exposed wood. Then you start seeing you know daylight in the slides. And then on and on and on and on. It was just so screwed up because they started focusing on the wrong crap. So instead of doubling down, watch this. This is a screwed up part about this industry. Instead of doubling down on what they were doing and just upgrading the furniture a little bit and doubling down and doubling down and doubling down and exposing Grand Design for the ship box it was, they decided that they were just going to copycat the ship box. Okay. You know what? I could live with it for a little bit. And then freaking Winnebago bottom. The worst thing that could have ever happened to the industry is Winnebago bought Grand Design. Because Winnebago 
they are the class of the motorhome world. Or at least they used to be. Now, Numar is. But back in the day, not that long ago, three, four years ago, Winnebago was the premier motorhome builder. Their travel trailers and toy haulers suck ass. They're two separate divisions run by two separate people. One deserves the Winnebago name. The other one needs to go to hell. And they got it cheaper and cheaper and cut more corners, charging more money. So they charge more money for these Grand Design fifth wheels and they cut more corners. So now there's black tank problems and plumbing problems. Now, literally, Forest River and Thor and everybody else, Keystone, Cougar, everybody, all the whole industry has bought into this bullshit that we got to make it pretty. I mean, anytime anybody says to me they're going to buy a, a, a grand design fifth wheel of any kind, I tell them, get the extended warranty. You're going to have disastrous problems in five years. Oh, you're so full of it. And I'll get people in the comments section that's telling me, oh, I've never had a problem. Good for you. You must not use it that much. Because I have people that are full-timers that live in them that have eight and $10,000 bills that they have to pay to fix their rig. Because five years later, with the way Winnebago plums the shit... They have black tank problems. <clears throat> this year alone in 2023, or I should say last year in 2023, wasn't that long ago, we replaced 27 black tanks between momentum, reflection, and solitude. And every one of them had the same damn plumbing installation. Every one of them had stupid ass written all over the plumbing, the electrical. It was ridiculous. I've had five momentums here in the service department that have had major, major electrical problems five years later. We're not talking about anything the customer did. We're talking about design problems because Winnebago on the towable side are horrible. They only care about their margin. They don't give a rat's ass. So what's sad is Grand Design, eventually you guys are going to catch up. It's not going to happen for a few years. Give it five more years and when people start bitching and complaining online that they're spending 10 grand to fix their unit five years later, and pretty soon with inflation up to $15,000 five years later, and they were sold a bill of goods. Trust me when I say grand design won't last. Now I'm praying and hoping to God that Alliance RV, and I'm praying to the universe also. That Brinkley RV doesn't sell. Hopefully, the guys that started Brinkley are the same people that started Grand Design. You better keep it up, man. Don't you dare sell it. 
Because the minute you sell Brinkley, they're just going to cheapen it up. And don't you dare cheapen it up. Don't you dare do what you did to Grand Design. Don't you dare ruin the industry even more than you already have. That's why I'm angry with Grand Design. Because their fifth wheels ruined the industry in a bad way. They're built like crap. In the guts. In the important part of the fifth wheel. And it's caused a lot of other manufacturers to follow their example because they want to make money and they don't want to lose market share. I will guarantee you that Heartland RV will be out of business in five years. And that's sad because they were the best toy hauler sorry best fifth wheel toy hauler and best fifth wheel for full timers built the absolute best and you know what the best part about bighorn landmark cyclone big country and road warrior was back in 2011 to 2016 they didn't sit in the service department That's what pisses me off about Grand Design. And it gets me fucking emotional. Because god damn it. They were the best. And Grand Design came around. And fucked the whole industry to hell. When it comes to it. Because there's nothing to pitch anymore. There's nothing to tell you. They're all built the damn same anymore. With a few exceptions. Riverstone, Mobile Suites, Redwood, they're built better than a Solitude. But they're not as good as they used to be because they have to price compete with Solitude. They have to compete with the interior design of it. Oh my God, did you see how great a quality this all is? Oh my God, did you see the quality? You could just feel the quality when you walk inside. I'm like, I want to just go to those people and go, have you ever worked on an RV? So now you have the answer. You know why I can't stand Grand Design RV. The fifth wheels. The travel trailers, whole different ball game. Totally differently built. Even the old solitude and reflection travel trailers are built pretty solid. It's the fifth wheels that are pieces of shit. And ruin the industry. But imagine, transcend, great units. Can't I, I? I don't. I mean, you're gonna have your normal problems. You know, the earthquakes on wheels still. So you're gonna have your normal issues. But overall, they're a good unit. Until next time, Honey Badger out.